We see Lilith appear in the promenade, donning her Ashley disguise and walking down the sidewalk while humming a cheerful tune. The scene of zombies milling about, eating the corpses of people who do not who do not turn to her, not even phased by her by her presence. Any luck finding the Allforge? We see Lilith ask to no one in particular. Suddenly, we hear the the sound of wings flapping and see Athena kneeling before her. Not yet, my mistress. Barnabas has made it difficult for me and the humans you have given me to locate. We are still on the trail for it, but we do have a lead. It appears that it might have been sealed somewhere on the planet Agora. Of all the places, why does that deranged crystal have to be put there? Um, my lady, it appears Barnabas wasn't the one who placed it there, but his new champion. A champion? Barnabas? <laughs> I never knew he had it in him. Barnabas would never stoop so low to great immortal powers. Tell me, who is this mortal? All I know is that this mortal is only known as the Harlequin. But mistress, this mortal, it's almost like he has two souls sharing the same body. Two souls? Intriguing. Do go on. Well, from what I could gather, the first soul is his, but the other, it's almost feels like it belongs to someone of the recent dead. I know not who it is. Hmm... Well, my dear Athena, if Barnabas feels it's time to choose a champion for this game of ours, maybe it's time we picked up our own, and Martel and her cute little crew might actually have brought my champion to me. Come along, darling Athena. Lilith's decaying raven wings spout out from Ashley's disguise she wears, and flaps them once, a shower of feathers clouding the vision of Athena, and when her vision is clear, she no longer sees her. However, she can feel her oppressive presence no longer near the asteroid, but somewhere on a ship not too far off. Always, milady Lilith. And she too disappears in a shower of feathers. We, sit, we switch back to the now familiar brig cell of Amethyst, loud heavy metal music pumping into the room. As normal, Amethyst is ignoring the music, finding the tiefling mortal's attempts of annoying him to be petty and childish. It brings a small smirk to his face. Suddenly, the music is dead, and that causes Amethyst's eyes to slowly open. His dark purple eyes scan the room when he gets up calmly and soon speaks out in his measured voice. Thank you for turning that off, but I would like to resume my sleep. So perhaps it is best you show yourself. Get it over with your gawking. <laughs> my, my, my. Marta was certainly hiding some secrets from me when we spoke. What a surprise! A Junari tiefling of all things. And one of the first, it seems. Supposed to be dead, if I understand. Well, it appears you have me at a disadvantage. You know what I am, and more surprisingly, my standing. But I do not know you. <laughs> He's even polite, Athena. I may have to keep him, don't you think? Be grateful, mortal. You speak before Lilith, mother of all the undead, masters of death, and judge all of the lives and dies in this realm. Bend to your knee and pray. She does not doesn't see you as disposable as I see you. Now, now, Athena, dear. No need to act like that. We're all friends here, aren't we, Amethyst? Or would you prefer me using your true name? For the first time ever, there appears to be a small crack in the Drunari's armor. His purple eyes narrow, and he speaks with a hiss in his voice. Now you see here, old thing, 
my race were the true rulers of the galaxy before that slave race of the Mintaru grew too big for their station. We were the ones that brought low the dragons. We were the ones who moved the stars. We were the ones who controlled life and death with the simple snap of our fingers. My finger. I will not have my true name be sullied by a pretender thinking she is a true god of death. Yes, Lilith, I know of you. I know it was you who sicked the hordes of the undead on my empire. And I will tell you this. He slowly moves his face toward Lilith, the shieldings of the barracks giving a strong static sound, warning him he's coming too close. I met the real god of death, and you I find wanting. Lilith's eyes seem to grow unnaturally wide, almost like a predator that has just smelled blood in the air, but slowly back to normal, and a frown that was chiseled on her face when Amethyst talked down to her slowly turns into a jovial smile, and she begins to laugh again. <laughs> oh, this one has some bite in his words, doesn't he, my dear? Just what I was looking for in a champion. Smart, clearly confided, and let's be honest, kind of easy on the eyes. <sighs> Tell you what, Junari, let's make a deal. Become my champion. Cause mayhem, strife, death and destruction. Allow me to control the fury that is in your heart and release it onto my enemies and I'll grant your deepest desire. And what do you know of my deepest desire? As soon as he finishes that sentence, we see Lilith disappear in a mist and reappear behind Amethyst. And he feels the cool touch of her clawed hands on his shoulder. Lilith flowing, so floating so she can reach his tall frame to whisper into his ear. To bring life back to the Drunari Star Empire, to expel all its invaders, and to bring your beloved back into the realm of the living. Now don't you worry. You don't even have to bend your knee, as my adorable Athena so eloquently said. All you have to say is one word for me. All you have to say is yes. Suddenly, she disappears and reappears outside the cell. She gives him a small smile. So, my dear sweet Amethyst, last of the Drunari, Master of the Firsts, what is your answer? There is a small pregnant pause, almost as everything in the galaxy is holding its breath to hear his answer. Amethyst slowly closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, and exhales. His eyes open to reveal the purple orbs of his eyes, and he looks to Lilith to say one word. Yes. (laughs) My dear Athena, he said yes! I have a champion of my own. This war is going to be even more interesting. Now, my dear, welcome to the family. She raises a clawed hand and clawed finger into the air and slowly presses against Amethyst's forehead. The pain is excruciating, and Amethyst lets out a pained scream, but he refuses to fall. Once Lilith retracts her finger, we see several lines sprout from Amethyst's head and travel to his chest, where a skeletal wing is over where his heart would be. When Amethyst looks back up to where Lilith would be, she is gone, and so is Athena. He, however, soon hears her voice. Now, my champion, I believe it's time for you to take a walk and welcome back onto the stage of the galaxy. (laughs) Amethyst takes a deep breath and smiles once again. He begins to walk to the brig shielding and walks through it. His skin seems to partially melt and reveals a metal body underneath it. When he clears the brig, we hear an alarm and see several turrets go down from the ceiling of the hallway. And we hear Yormagander's voice. Ancient Amethyst. I demand you return to your cell unless you wish to be fired upon. Please give me the pleasure of shooting you. Amethyst looks up to the camera at the end of the hall 
its bright red light angrily looking at him. He slowly smiles and speaks as his flesh quickly grows back, like when Juniper attacked him. You can try. Once those words leave his mouth, laser fire erupts from the turrets, but he easily dodges every single one of them. For several minutes, he does this and reaches to the level of a ship that not even the crew have explored. He enters an unlit room, his deep purple eyes the only color in this dark, expansive cavernous room. Once he reaches further into the room, the light turns on to reveal a vast array of computers lining the walls, and a holographic projector then activates. Amethyst looks up into the holographic image of a large dragon and lets out a laugh. Ah, the galactic serpent. The one who keeps the border of this realm from the next. How far you have fallen. It was your kind that made me this. You who disrupt things that should not be meddled with by mortals. Ah, but that is where you are wrong, serpent. It is our right to do so. Your godly kind is no longer needed, and I'm going to see to it that I finish what I started all those millennia ago. I enjoyed putting your brothers and sisters into our slave machines, but I feel that's not enough. No, I'm going to help Lilith bring war onto the galaxy. War that no one has ever seen. And after I help destroy her opponent, I believe the other gods will be next. <laughs> Why would you tell me this? Because you will be the first casualty. He slowly walks to the interface of the holographic display. Fearing what he would do, Yormaganer activates turrets that are in the room. Like last time, Amethyst dodges out, out of the way, but releases a bolt of lightning to each turret, destroying them with ease. Once he reaches the terminal, he begins to type in commands. What are you doing? Stop! We suddenly see dark clouds surrounding Yormagander's holographic display. Simply killing a snake with its own poison. We see this cloud get closer to Yormagander, him trying to move away from it until a small portion of it touches his tail. We soon hear a roar of pain that actually reverberates throughout his hole and quite possibly in space. The image of Yormagander begins to degrade. Flecks of light from his body begin to pop, his eyes showing fear, and he begins to coil around himself, almost like he's hugging himself to stop the pain. But slowly, inch by inch, we begin to see his body disappear. Amethyst looks onto the display with great satisfaction until he hears voices stampeding vo footsteps. The signal the AI sent said the intruder isn't here. Let's go. Move, move. We see a group of ten pirates, same ones Lilia sent with the crew to help maintain the ship, but they are armed with different manner of weapons. When they enter the AI room, they see Amethyst standing before them. It's back to him, but he tilts his head back to look at them at the corner of his eye. Step away from the console and put your hands up. You're going back to the brig, asshole. Hmm, I think not. I feel like I'm done being imprisoned for one lifetime. Suddenly, Amethyst rushes towards the pirate group. They begin firing at him, but like with the turrets, he dodges the laser fire of their weapons with ease. When he reached the human leader of this group, he struck him in the face and once distracted from the pain, took the knife that was at the waist of the human and killed him with it. Soon after, he struck again, this time a dwarf that he kicked in the chest so hard, he was launched into the wall, leaving the crater. When the others saw this, they began to voice a retreat, but Amethyst wouldn't have that. He killed every single person in that room. The last one, an android, slowly backing away from him on the ground, begging him not to kill him. Sadly, that didn't dissuade Amethyst from thrusting the blood-soaked knife into his processor, silencing him. He slowly gets back up, wipes the knife on his pants, and surveys the scene before him. He nods, acting like he just did a good job, and leaves the room, finally reaching the docking area of the ship where the crew first entered into the Parliament asteroid. When he reaches the doorway, he stops, 
and looks to the wall next to him and scratches with the, door, the borrowed knife and writes into it. Thanks for the wake-up call. And soon begins to hum a recognizable tune that only Lilith would even hum.
Hello, and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Jason, and I'll be playing everyone's favorite heretic elf, Theron. Tonight, you will witness much chicanery, tomfoolery, and if you're lucky, maybe even some schmazzle. But now, I want to introduce the Prime Minister of Sinister, the Foreman of Fornicating Skyward, the numero uno of rolling numero uno, Matthew. How are you tonight, Matthew? Pretty good. How's it going? It goes. Ben, playing Rel, what was your most recent lie? Uh, I said I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, who's playing the kind and generous mortal. What is the smallest bone in the human body, Rebecca? Ear bone. I don't know what it's called, but ear bone. Well done. Boston, playing our favorite shrub, Juniper. Would you rather shart or vert? Vert. Word. Natalia playing Z. Which book famously begins with the line, happy families are all alike. Even every unhappy family is unhappy in its own special way. The story of my life? <laughs> no, I know that line. Oh, uh, it's a book? Yes. <laughs> I know. Scary. I've read a book. Lastly, Mitch playing Z Real. Did you notice, Mitch, that to overdose on THC, you'd have to smoke 1,500 pounds of cannabis in less than 15 minutes? Wow. Uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> Back to you, Matt. I don't think that's how that's supposed to go. <laughs> right? So, yeah, everybody is um, probably really the, the big fight y'all just had uh, after Z caused the alarms to go off. Anna Karenina. What? Anna, what? Anna Karenina? Yes, it was Anna, Anna Karenina. Karenina. <laughs> Anna Karenina. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Matt. Yeah, you all just uh, survived this huge fight of various strains of zombies, and uh, all caused by Z. Yeah, Z. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, Z, you caused all the zombies. (laughs) Every last one. I just wanted friends! I just wanted friends. (laughs) She's the real Lilith. Get her. (laughs) But yeah... Y'all just um just dealt with that. And fun part is you're not done. You just got onto the asteroid and yeah. And the last I remember there was the ding and the elevator reached the floor that we were on. Yes. Yep. Yes. There's an elevator and Juniper, I believe you're the one that's carrying the um, program for your um nid that's showing you the signal where the signal relay is. For the signal relay to do the the things yes yes as you so eloquently said not very eloquent mm. and you realize it's uh showing you to go up where this elevator is going yes i know the way hold on hold on hold on hold on is this the way uh, <laughs> how many people are still injured we had broken bones and all sorts of crazy shit last time i'm sure none of that's healed before we move on i'm fairly ouchy um, I'm pretty sure I scattered healing in the fight to try and make sure that people didn't have those continually happening. I think I'm no longer broke. The last I knew, yeah, there were you had healed broken bones, but Natalia got her ass kicked too. Actually, no, hold on, I might have. I think my arm got broken again. Oh, damn it! Zombies, Natalia. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good, healthy boy. It's okay. Yeah, I, I took like two points damage. Boy. I I got hit with a rock, and that's about it. Wasn't yeah, Z at like twenty something? Or a zombie? I got hit with a zombie. A zombie, whole ass zombie thrown at me. 
I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm gonna pull Z Rio back up to the uh, catwalk that we're on and have him cover the doorway. I'm already um, on the catwalk. I never left. All right. Put your gun on the doorway if you would for or on the uh, elevator if you would, sir. We need to get people healed and do Where is the thy elevator at? The right here? The thy elevator. Yes, it's this big circle right here. Right, cool. Done. Cuckoo tonight. <clears throat> Who needs healing? Who needs bones mended? Uh I need healing, please. Got the doctor is what? in. I, I got, this I got bitted. All right, well, those of you who need healing, come down here. I can help with that. I will uh, start um, piling up large zombies uh, in a uh, semi-arc here to create a defensive position. Where do you want to put them? Uh, like kind of in an arc like in this area here, in between us and the elevator. Building yeah. a barricade. Yeah. Chris going to oh so eloquently jump over the railway. I'm pretty sure it's high. You should probably go down the stairs. <laughs> Breaks a leg on the way down. Please don't. I'm healing now, too, guys. No, but I want. To. But she I want... wants to be a part of the party by breaking bones. I want to be graceful. I want to left out. How's that? Perfect. Nice. Nope. All right. Best. Everyone, let's do one their best Genji impression. I need healing. <laughs> uh, I have a plus two acrobat. If Mortal's going to do a major I... healing, we probably should do a short rest here before we move on. Direct like a normal human being because my shoulder hurts i can't throw myself over the rail <laughs> i mean we could all kind of like hide up under the the rail walkway there thing and take a short rest yeah yeah we now at least have a couple of choke points where the zombies would have to come up pick him up the elevator so um who needs i'm good on on hit points who needs to take the short rest i do i'm, I'm down to 26 i think martel you get back anything for spell slots 20. nope not as a paladin nope. Didn't think so. You'll get some key back, right, Ben? Uh, yes. I'll get key back, and I can spend hit dice to heal whatever's left after my arm gets fixed. All right, let's do that then. Hold on, I'm gonna let this stupid dog out. I swear she times it. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, before we rest, I'm going to give Rel one point of lay on hands just to heal his arm. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Probably have to use like three more hit dice to heal the remaining hit points. Just because yeah, my I'm... dice rolls are going to be bad, because I actually <laughs> need a lot of healing. <laughs> yeah, I I do plan on healing you guys, so you don't have to use all of your hit dice. I just want to conserve yes, my do, resources. Do that. I don't, I'm not missing that many hit points. I just don't have that many to begin with. Yeah. What do you roll for a short rest? For... A hit die. One? Uh, yeah. However many well, you can, as like many as you want. Up but to your gonna... You get your level in a day, basically. Which is probably, in my opinion, the best thing they've done in D and D. Yeah. All right. So I healed for one, and then also my roll twenty has decided to basically freeze. So that's fun. Yay! You gotta love that. Gotta love it. Got to Ooh. love it. I'm gonna try refreshing. Ooh, look at Zario here growing mulks. Thank. Uh, I'm I'm big healed boy. <laughs> you're you're running the wrong um, warlock class um subclass for that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> That's the first, that is the first time I've seen that. Uh, ben, you get one. Okay, cool. For those <laughs> who can't see this, I rolled my hit dice and I got a zero. Because I have a oh minus one constitution modifier. Ben. <laughs> no, Ben, you get at least a minimum of one. Okay. All right. I am not that evil. <laughs> I'm evil, but not that evil. Let's use another one, because that didn't do much. Oh my god. 
Another zero. Wow. Okay, let's try this again. Good work, Ben. Good work. As I said, I'm going to need to use all my hit dice to heal up this damage. Don't use all your hit dice. I can use some to heal you. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a three, so that's five. Three rolls for three. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I got five health in three rolls. Oh, wow. That's so much health. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use one more. <laughs> Or as Natalia. Nice. Uh, Ben. I don't know how many times One. I've been. Wow. Ah. Uh, so there's six HP. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> how much? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I'm only missing three more hit points, so it's fine. Okay. You know, sometimes I feel like. Rel could just die from a gust of wind. <laughs> and yet he hasn't. Yeah, that's Somehow. always what's... I, like, I don't know how that's happened. I'm pretty sure there's a meme out there, like, the most fragile being is still alive despite all this crap thrown at them. I mean... I broke in for some reason. So can I roll a hit dice multiple times or just the one? Yes. Yes? Yep. Okay. Um, as long as you don't run out of hit dice. Okay. I, I don't know what my roll 20 is doing. Uh, but it's not working. Uh oh. Yeah, That's mine was fun. being weird too. Um, let me check something real quick. Uh, I can still move me. You might just have to uh, refresh it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do that. Oh, yes. Roll 20 and fix your shit. Yeah, seriously. For once, it's not the usual flaw that's happening. <laughs> mm hmm. I think we need to just like start instead of talking shit about a certain. Um, entity, we should just like start stroking their ego and talk good about them. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why you haven't tried that to start tweet yet. tweeting, guys. Hey, roll 20, you're phenomenal. <laughs> nah, they uh, they added at me once on Twitter, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna talk shit about them all the time. What they add did they? They add added you, yeah. What did uh, they say? Uh, Ben was talking about like how I was rolling like shit, and I was just like. We did some, they were talking about the whole, like, how they used light to do the randomization. And I did the whole, like, dark side meme, and they sent a meme that says you played yourself. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember that, Ben? <laughs> I vaguely remember it, but, I mean, come on, Matt. <laughs> I did kind of, but at the same time, fuck them. <laughs> because I, I still roll like crap on roll 20. You roll like um, crap at any time. Unless you're uh, baby zombies attacking Z. Right? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Our... Our crits. <laughs> it's only when I'm a player is when things don't work out. You well, know, Matt, honestly... we can always take over the podcast for you. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe one day, like, when I actually eventually complete this setting, even though that's probably going to... This is an undertaking and a half, folks. I don't know when I'll get the setting done. Well, yeah, you just yeah. gotta set an endpoint. Is there some point? Finally, it rolls. You, you need to decide what you're going to publish in a book, because yes. eventually you're going to be making too much that you can't fit in there. Mm -hmm. I might just do that. Let's see. Rebecca got herself five HP back. Yep, I'm going to be rolling more, but I have to like wait <laughs> like oh, a no. minute. You're like lagging big time. Yeah, it's not going fast. I don't know if it's my internet. I don't know if it's roll twenty. I think if it was your internet, you'd be like going robot on us, and you haven't. Yeah, that's that's what I would think too. Yeah, mm -hmm. mine, mine was a little bit laggy, but it wasn't too bad. 
I also mm. have a bunch of spells on my sheet because I'm a paladin and I can change yeah. them day to day. That could and I know do that it. That makes things lag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So rolling three hit dice gives me Ooh. twenty. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. Um, wow. You um, rolled three hit dice and got twenty. I rolled four hit dice and got six. <laughs> six. Oh, I guess I could have done it like that rather than one at a time. Yeah, I just did that in a chunk to try and beat this uh, slowness. <laughs> I, it was I just can't get into my token so I can, like, give myself HP. Like, you can't, like, access your sheet? I can access, access my sheet, but it won't let me click on my token to put the oh. points back. You don't, uh, hmm, that's you weird. Even, you can't even click on it? No. <laughs> hmm. Do you have the right I, arrow I just, thingy selected? I just, or try swapping them, maybe? I don't know. I have a mouse. The mouse one on. Well, it's oh, not like you're dragging it. No, or that's that me. Like it's not like stuck or anything like that. It's stuck for me. You oh can't boy! Select it at all? No. You can't, you can't click and drag a box around it. I can probably draw a box. I just can't move it. Hmm. Um. Do you have? Can you possibly have the wrong selection tool up? No, because I have the select move one. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well. We'll just, uh, I'll add it in there for you, so. I have six. Six. How many do I have to use? C plus six. There we go. You're now at 27 HP. Cool. I'm still very ouchy. <laughs> How many hit dice do I have to use? Uh, you have ten, it looks like. Okay, I'll do two more. Well, you're used two, so that'd be four. Hey, not bad. And you also rolled a three. So you're back up to 40 out of 53. Martle. Give me a second. I'm fighting with my own <laughs> stuff, too. <laughs> mom. <laughs> is that okay. what it is? Uh, Martle has become the mom of the group? I think Martle's been the mom, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised that everybody else in the group has become foster kids now because of Martle. <laughs> I mean... Is that really that surprising? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, Rel, how much did you need to get back up to full? I only need three. You can, it's probably fine. Okay. Um. So it looks like uh, Juniper was able to draw something on the floor. <laughs> if Matt one-shots me, those three hit points probably won't help. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So I'm going to do 15 to Juniper. Hey, that gives me full hit points back. Okay. Does it go over full at all? I don't think I heard you because of how your mute unmute works. Yeah. Two points. Okay. So then, uh, calculator, because my brain does not number. Okay. And then Z, I'm going to give you, uh, 20. Aw, thank you. Actually, completely arbitrary, but make that 21 so that my brain has a happier time with the number that I have. Okay, say that again. I was trying to figure out my sheet. Um, add an extra 20. one. Add an extra one so you have 21. Awesome. Thank you. Back up to 72. And Matt, um, since I knew my roll 20 was being slow, that's why I did the clump roll of the hit die for that second I totally one. get it. And I'm dropping one of them because I was able to get close enough that I'm comfortable to full and I don't want to Sounds legit to me. I trust you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure that... <laughs> Everything is up front. So, yeah, um, I think what we see here is, Farron, you are having, like, people assist you setting up this barricade in front of the elevator while everybody's just 
just resting up, cleaning up the wounds, resetting bones because somebody decided to like you know yell out, "Come at me, bro!" against a zombie horde. <laughs> Cause it's awesome. Awesomely <laughs> stu- stupid. Damn Everything it. is awesome. But you're still Everything talking about it now, aren't you? You're not talking about team. everybody else's fighting skills. You're talking about <laughs> Awesome. Did anyone else's in you caster die? Uh, oh no! Uh, Tantric connection. Oh no, Tantric left. Craig uh, <laughs> uh, hates us. The weird thing is, we recorded yesterday and Craig yeah. was fine. Yeah. Well, Yarg is still recording. Let me see if I can get Craig back in here. We're still recording off of Yarrick. I can, I can use that. I can use that. Hey, you're I, sweetie. <laughs> Let me just make sure. Yeah, it's still going. Let me try something. Also, try typing it in a different channel because. Weirdly enough, I feel like one time he was stuck in here and okay. he didn't leave until you typed it in a different channel. Let me try that out. Notes. Craig. Craig. Beef buns. Mitch, do you know that you're not muted? Yes, I unmuted okay. just to say that. Because <laughs> I got beef buns. From- oh my God. <laughs> and they're delicious. Okay, let me check something. Craig. I didn't realize that was Natalia's nickname, but okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. I mean, it does kind of sound familiar to, what was it, last night? Bunny? What, what was it? You know what? Or something? Dude, I, I call you so many different names, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I was talking to Rebecca, because yesterday oh. I was literally like in, in TFI. We gave we gave me a nickname. It was like Bunny something. I can't remember yeah, what it was. It was. It was something like that. I don't remember either. I should probably mm. because Ernestine would, but. But you know what? Fuck it. Um, we have gone three weeks not playing because of Craig. If Yark is still recording, I say we risk it. If not, we'll just do it again. I'm down Fine with me. All right. Okay. And yeah, so you have uh, Baron's been building a barricade with zombie corpses. Whereas uh, Marl has been healing everybody and everybody getting the much needed rest after the horde of zombies that attacked you. And like earlier, you have this elevator that was that was brought down, most likely because uh, somebody was trying to escape the zombies that were coming after them and got eaten before you guys got sh- before you guys showed up. You know that Craig is in the general voice channels, right? Seriously? Yeah. What? Craig? He's in general <laughs> voice channels right now. <laughs> There you go. Hi, Craig. Well, he's not Craig? recording. Craig? Let's try this. Craig? Uh, Craig? Craig is broken. Craig? Error cannot send. What? He has changed his name to Error Cannot Send Messages. <laughs> Craig is Mr. Best. Error Cannot Send. Let me try <laughs> Eric cannot send messages. Leave. Eric cannot send messages. Join. He's nice. Here. He hasn't left. <laughs> uh, I will just keep going. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, everybody's healed up. Uh, elevator's up. What are you guys up to? Uh, so should we go in the elevator, or should we find the stairs? Well, we have to figure out what uh, the beacon is leading us to. We have to find a what? 
someone has a beacon that's leading us to where we need to be. Yeah, Juniper has the way to find where we're supposed to be headed. I suggest we use that, then. Is there a you are here map, like at the mall, anywhere? <laughs> well, um, it's actually the hangar bay um, for, um, like, freighter travel, like for, like, mass transportation. And it's showing that you are uh, in, like, the lowest level possible uh, for the asteroid. Like, you remember, um, sorry, I got distracted by a message. Um, you're in the lowest level of the asteroid. And... That's just Craig. Keep going. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so you're in the lowest level of the asteroid, and the only way up is through the elevator and Juniper. You looked at your nid, and it does show the beacon is going up. All right, elevator we go. So it's time to make our way up and hopefully not jump into any horde of zombies anymore. Yes, <laughs> if we come across any other hordes, let's try and sneak around instead of charging directly at them. We can't take much more of that. As the entire party looks at Z. And Z is running towards the elevator. She has heard nothing! <laughs> Finally! Yay! All right. Step over the shutters there and move towards the door. Uh, Hold, on. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, we have to on we again? Yes. Wee oh, wee. Oui, oui. If if you need to do that, you should have done that earlier. Should have done that. Wee wee. Turn this bus around till we get. You are not turning this car around. Can we do it as Jason Part Two? Yeah. Or your own name. I'm gonna. Are, are we good to continue? Um, hold on. Let's see. We got okay. me, Rebecca, Ben, Boston. Yep, we're all here. Okay. I'm going to try and grab Z by the collar. Um. And pull her so that people can't really see her and me in like because of the barrier. Mm -hmm. Would would I be able to grab her, or is she fighting me? Uh, well, I am sprinting, so it's up to Matt. I'm not gonna try and fight you, but I'm sprinting, so I don't know. Um, do competing athletics tricks. Okay, I do have a high movement speed. Oh, you got it. Thirteen. <laughs> It takes me a little bit, though, because I've got little legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what it is, is like uh, like most armor um, nowadays, you have like a drag um, collar, you know, like so in case somebody gets injured, you can drag them away out of the combat. Hmm. <laughs> I would <laughs> never. How dare. Grab that and like spin you around me so that you're like over here. And everybody else is in the elevator. Hey. Okay. No, I need you to take this seriously. Okay. You took two attacks that you did not have to take. I was okay. I was fine. I was helping Rel. You doing that put yourself in more danger, which made me waste resources. Do you understand? So you don't want me to do that anymore. I don't want you to make yourself take more damage than you should. That Then I should. Got it. No. No, you don't get it. What I want you to do is to not constantly charge in or charge away. Do you? No, I'm not going to ask if you understand. I'm going to keep talking. You doing that made me have to cast spells and use stuff that I wouldn't have had to use. So now, if something happens terrible in the future, I am underprepared for this because I do not have the resources. Because I had to stop you from getting hurt more. I had to bring you back up to the health that you are now. I don't have that health to give to anyone else. Fair. I suppose I understand. But make me a promise in advance. 
Next time you decide to go in and do things all by yourself, tell us what you're up to first. I was not going in by myself. Rel was there. I was helping him. He was not prepared to deal with shutters. I am, because my abilities don't let them infect me as much. I got you. I got you. I'll stay back. You got nothing to worry about. I don't care about you. I don't care about you standing back. I don't mind if you are in the front lines, but do not leave combat with someone if they are actively attacking you, because that makes me have to use things for you that I might have to use for other people later. And that, that fact, it's not that I don't want to heal you, it's that I have to heal you because you made a stupid decision. I got you, I got you. Don't heal me in the, in the future, but I got you, I appreciate it. So is Z starting to like try and like get past you? I have not let Z go. I am still holding on to that thing. <laughs> I think what we're seeing is like Z's like trying to walk away and your like feet are just like sliding on the floor yeah. that's covered in <laughs> <Yeah>. gore. <laughs> so I will I will actually give Z a small shake um and maybe lift her off the ground slightly. Oh. You do not understand. I am trying to keep this crew safe, and you doing things like you did does not help. Uh, Z is going to cross her arms and go, you want to eat me in the elevator since you got me up here? No. Well, fine. I'll just be carried. I understand. Can we stop now? <laughs> I don't think you do understand. Z has the biggest, like, pouty face on the face of the planet right now. She's just got her arms crossed, and she's, like, shaking her legs and, like... she's pouting (laughs) I feel like you are treating this like a game and it is not a game it is the lives of five people other than you Z is definitely giving Martel this like raised eyebrow are you fucking kidding me right now look (laughs) but she's keeping her mouth shut (laughs) just try and be smarter in the future then Martel's just gonna drop her and join the rest of them in the elevator Z's gonna pop up. Nobody rebounds like Z. And <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> run into the elevator. <laughs> All right. Stop pushing Go buttons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Theron, I see you rolled a 24 on perception. What's that for exactly? Oh, I wanted to listen in to what was being yelled at on the other <laughs> side of that <laughs> uh, You hear word for word on what um, was going on over there. And then you see Z scrambling in to try to hide behind anybody but Martel. <laughs> Martel looks grumpy. I mean, she always looks grumpy, but she looks especially grumpy. This is true. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you're all piled in and on there, and there doesn't seem to be like any code locking y'all from locking you out to control the elevator. So you press the button. I'm assuming correct. Yep. Head head up. You hear the whole beep, and the doors slide closed. You hear. You feel the elevator. Um, smoothly going up and like always you hear that god awful elevator music and it's just everything is awesome <laughs> everything is cool when you're part of a team <laughs> sorry watched the lego movie recently <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have said anything but okay <laughs> keep going and um, Juniper as uh, the elevator goes up you see that the beacon's showing that you're getting closer to the signal relay and uh, about halfway to that signal relay the elevator stops because it's reached at its highest um, height uh, level for it can reach in the asteroid but it's only halfway through 
I will open the panel things and check it. We're at, uh, we're at the top floor, basically, right? We're, we're as high as we can go in the elevator? Yes. Oh. <laughs> you open it, and, but you realize right away that the elevator won't go further anywhere up because this is as far as it will go. I thought we needed to go down anyway. No, we went up. Like, <sighs> so... It's the highest there's... elevator we'll go, but we need to go higher, so we're going to have to use our leather personnel carriers to get there. Okay, so we have to find stairs. <laughs> yeah. Affirmative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> Open the elevator. Well, the elevator opens on its own, and it kind of looks like you're on some sort of promenade of of the asteroid, like or like an area of commerce, and you see little shops here and there. You see a cafe here. You see a restaurant there. What looks like to be a bookshop on the other side, but you see it's chaos. Like you see zombies just milling about, but they haven't responded to you yet possibly they're you're outside their senses and you see fires here you see groups of zombies eating corpses that haven't had the chance to be turned and uh somebody roll me perception do we know can we see where we're uh trying to go here 21 i got a nat 20 wow <laughs> well well zarya still wins he's got a 22 <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, it's just a, open today. It's okay. But yeah, it's just an open air area. Like there's just shops everywhere, but it's just it's destroyed pretty much. Like there's just just destruction everywhere. And um you see several areas that looks like you can easily sneak past most of these zombies, but Juniper with that crit, you are able to see an area that looks like to be a manu- like a maintenance hatch of some sort into a walled off area and if you would like lay down the blueprints of what you have of this area, you see that it's probably a maintenance hallway you can get through that will take you closer to the where the beacon's showing you. To the group, and she's going to whisper, okay, so there's a maintenance panel. We're going to go over to the maintenance panel. We are not going to rush head on into any zombies. And she looks directly at Z. Who's hiding behind Theron. And we're going to get to this maintenance panel quietly um <clears throat> i have i still have two pop lights on me you do i do so my suggestion is because i know how you bastard sneak which is terribly <laughs> that, that we huck the shit out of one of these pop lights on the other side of where we need to go draw attention and then we can, should be able to cover our, our way over sounds like a valid you, plan to me i got the sneaky armor <laughs> all right so I will take out one of the pop lights and pull the pin and throw it, um, you know, adjacent to uh, on the other side of the hall there from where we need to go. Okay. Um, do you mean me to roll or? Um, just give me an athletics check. Uh, can I use acrobatics instead? Mm, explain how that would work. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> he, he, he tosses it in the air. Ben's kicks it far away. Yeah, okay, he I'll does just... a flip as he throws. But you there like you to go. launch it with the ranged boop. <laughs> Fifteen. Um, you are actually able to throw it pretty far. Like you took like a uh, you know like um not discus, but you like wind yourself up and take a few steps forward and just chuck it as hard as you can. And you probably got like at least uh seventy five yards out of it. Damn, that's a football field. Must have got a good bounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened. Is um, you hit a 
vehicle of some sort and it just bounced and not only did it make it go further but actually made the car alarm on that vehicle go off nice just like i planned (laughs) all right so once that happens i say we haul ass and because of the successful distraction you created uh i am giving everybody advantage on stealth advantage to my advantage Oh, <laughs> look at that. I don't think I actually have disadvantage. Um, Another nat 20. You shouldn't have disadvantage. You should at least cancel. Yeah, I think yeah. I have armor that... That causes disadvantage? No, Um, but I... What, what even is my armor? Where is that? You have the um that dreadnought armor I gave you. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I don't see it on my sheet. Uh, oh, there yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, With things like that, I would pull something from the compendium and then just edit it slightly to be what it mm-hmm. is so it's not actually at disadvantage i just don't know how to turn that off <laughs> oh if you go to edit it should be like there's a option to the left of stealth okay, well the thing probably... is dreadnought armor does cause disadvantage on st- on stealth checks uh... so that's a straight roll so that's a five 14 for uh mitch five for rebecca 23 for natalia nat 20 uh 22 for boston nat 20 17 for Ben. What? 20. 20, sorry, 20. And a 30 <laughs> for there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take this as a group check. So, Arnold was you? so concerned about Z fucking up again that she just she couldn't <laughs> handle her own <laughs> stealth. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It's just like uh, Z is just like so flipping about things. It's freaking out Martel. So she She's actually. Like, where'd you go? She actually crushed a bottle, but at the same time, um, uh, Farron, with his ungodly 30, uh, was able to cause another distraction that the zombies were too busy with that for them to see or hear Martel or um, anyone else. And y'all successfully made it to this maintenance hatch, which is unfortunately locked. I will take a look at that and uh, perceive it. Well, it's probably, you know what? I'm just going to skip it because we don't have time. I'm going to pick the lock on that. All right, if you would roll me a check, sir. Sleight of hand. 26. Uh, with a 26, you easily realize that this is just like your s- simple, basic maintenance hatch that any sort of like maintenance crew would use. And it doesn't even have like a high security. It's mostly like those cheap like card reader types. Like if you just like short it out, it causes the door to open up. Gotcha. So I'm going to open it up and go first uh, down the hallway a bit and wave everybody forward and start stealthing down the hallway and a little bit of a uh, distance away and um when you uh, get in there you realize it's pretty dark but it has at least emergency lights on so for everybody who doesn't have dark vision it's just very dim in here is that anyone actually i think all of you have dark vision does it yep. wait to Zariel? i don't remember if mentaro do most certainly do uh i mean don't rock. i don't well if you have the um devil sight uh no i have smoke eye. Uh, I don't think I have like dark vision. Yes, uh, you do have dark vision. You have thirty feet. Metal. So yes, I can see. Ray, everyone has so, dark vision. Team Dark Vision, you are <laughs> capable of seeing this hallway perfectly. <laughs> and uh, you see, it's relatively clean. There's like a few areas that look like nobody's cleaned in a while. Maybe because there's a zombie apocalypse happening in the asteroid. Who knows? It's a no, they're just lazy. They need to be fired. <laughs> I mean, it only just happened, right? Come on. Slackers. 
maybe that's what the zombies do. They just break into all the areas and mess it up. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll lure out the janitor so we can eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Create, create dust and debris. Is that mold I see? You eat your brain's eating. And uh, so, yeah, you are following down this uh, hallway, and Juniper, you realize that you are getting closer to the signal, and it seems you're like right under it now, and um, where you, but you don't see any way to get up. Do I see a vent? Uh, roll me perception. Wrong game. <laughs> I double my nat 20, so I'm very scared. What did you roll, Boston? 17, even though her buttons don't work. <laughs> With your push to talk? It's Hello? Probably, with your push to talk, it's probably a good idea to push it, wait like half it's a second. It's not push to talk. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, anyway, with that 17, you realize something odd about the wall that's like right in front of you. It seems to be cleaner compared to other parts of the wall around it. And when you look through it, well, not through it, but around it, you see like the walls like set in a little bit. Boop. Do what? I'm a boop it. <laughs> oh, so you're like pushing it? Yeah. Well, we don't yeah. let her get in the thief. <laughs> you don't boop walls. Well, in this case, she pushes it, and you realize right away that this seems to be like some sort of secret door. And it moves to the side away from you, and it opens up to a hallway that's not on the blueprints that you were able to steal off of the asteroid um, database. Crunches and, her nose in frustration. And when you look around, you start realizing it fits almost like the other metallic walls that you encountered when you were at the other tiefling, ancient tiefling runes. Like the other metallic walls. What does that mean? You know, like how uh, when you were on Iapetus, that um, like the materials changed from like this either stone or modern metals that you encountered on walls to this like almost like peerlessly machined walls yeah. that that's what you're seeing now so obviously you just discovered like um parts of the asteroid that not even um all the adventurers that found parliament all those years ago found she looks pleased with herself and will continue on i'm assuming the rest of the group is following yeah yep. i'd like to stay out front if i can to do some perceiving that's kind of my job would you, you... buy her <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that bites, not her. So these walls are bionic looking? Like... No, they're just like, they're made with a metal that you haven't encountered outside of the ruins. Gotcha. And the metal seems to be to the point where it's almost too perfect, you know? Like, gotcha. you don't think of any machine that could like make these walls as smooth and as like perfectly etched as you see with other types of materials. Gotcha. Uh, and she is gonna try, like, put her hand on it. As it's she's cold walking. to the touch. Okay, so, so, that's cool. So she's just ooh eyeing as she follows along. <laughs> and um, Juniper, when you um, wow, Mitch, really, lols. As he says, material girl in a material world. I am uh, a material girl. Well, Juniper, um, as you follow the beacon, you find like, like the exact area you need to be to like, like you be under it. And when you look off to your left, you see uh, a, la a ladder system that looks like rails stitched into the wall. She kind of like gives a little waggle with her tail, like it swishes around. But she <laughs> found it. It's like a little puffy. <laughs> and I then she goes over to the ladder. 
So far, I um, think Juniper is the only tiefling that uses her tail like a dog. Expressively. <laughs> I think seeing Juniper starting to climb the ladder, Martle's going to like go to put a hand on her shoulder and then stop because she's never been physical with Juniper and doesn't know how Juniper would take that. And instead, she just goes, ah, oh, maybe hold on, see if let Theron go up there and see if there are any traps or anything like that. And or let myself or Z go up ahead of you since we are better at taking a beating and we don't she know what's up there. She looks very surprised that Martle touched her and she's just like, oh, uh, okay. Martle, Martle didn't actually touch her. She like went to touch her and then like quickly drew back. Well, she's still conflicted. <laughs> uh, Z will proudly pop up to volunteer to go. Saren goes up first. You will go up. <laughs> Second. You're in timeout. <laughs> I really am. Like I'll go to the top and give a perception at the top. 18. Well, um, it takes a while to reach the top of this um rail ladder. Um, you're actually been climbing it for about ten minutes before you realize Jesus. you're I don't I don't know if I can do that. I'm a weak boy. <laughs> You'll be fine. I, I I literally don't carry my sniper around. Because it's too heavy. Every time we start, keep fighting, I just drop it because I can summon it anywhere. <laughs> I literally don't carry it. That's, don't, that's worry. One, don't worry. One of the strong ladies can carry you. All right. We got that's it. Fine. We got it. And he's like carried in you, a papoose. Uh, I start putting on a harness to clip on uh, to Z's back. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that happening too. That's just sad. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, after 10 minutes, uh, Theron, you finally reach to the end of this, and it appears that it's a smooth surface, but when you look closely, you see it's there's a hatch. And if you put your hand on it, you can still feel like there's power going into this hatch. I'm going to listen close. Uh, here for this, if, see if I can hear if I can hear anything on the other side. Um, I'll let you keep that perception, and um, you don't really hear anything. It's just, like, dead on the other side. And I'll open up the um, door, the uh, hatch, and uh, just slowly kind of peek my way out. It smoothly opens up above you, and there's no resistance to it whatsoever. Okay, then I'll slowly peek up and see what I can see. All right, uh, let me move everybody into this room. Tell me if you can see it. Um, let me uh, move your token so you can actually see. Can you see? Uh, yeah, black. Black. It's it's a lot of black, yeah. <laughs> uh, shift ping us wherever you have put the tokens i can can see me Mm, i can't see me either i'm gonna have to turn this off because dynamic lighting never seems to want to work for me oh right uh which form of dynamic lighting do you have uh the fog of war there we go i just turned it off can you see anything now yeah we can see now we can see the whole map the whole thing that's fine yeah i think it's because the tokens might not be set up for the newer yeah that might be it so yeah um everybody go ahead and drag yourself onto this um as you notice, like when you go into this, the hallway is very thin. Like maybe two people can walk side by side. Well, um, wanna, he's getting tired. I'm going to move up to here and take a look down this tube here. Uh, on my left, there's uh, two rooms um, down this hallway. One to the left, one to the right. Uh, I'm going to take a look at this closest one, and I'll probably go to the farthest back. Well, you notice when you get closer, this door on the left is slightly more like secure than the one on the far right. Now, they're both closed, but the one on the left seems to be requiring more security for some okay. odd reason. But, Juniper, when you get closer, you realize that the signal relay is on the other side of this door. Let's clear this far room first. 
and so we don't need any surprises behind us, if you don't mind, and then we'll go back to the test room. Can I work on the security measures real quick? Don't uh, open it. You can try. Um, Just a little. Push, push. Hack, hack. <laughs> uh, give me a computer check. Yeah. Oh, 11. Uh, it gives you um, in primordial, in high primordial access denied. I'm going to take a listen at this door down here. Uh, give me perception, uh, please. We're going to study the high primordial. <laughs> grab, grab the uh, primordial for dummies. <laughs> you uh, don't hear a single thing. Um, it's just quiet. Like You don't even hear the hum of energy. Um, is there going a mechanical through the lock or is this a computer lock? It is a mechanical lock. Like It requires... Um, it's an odd door. Like You take the handle. You notice like instead of pulling back or push, it's like you have to twist the door with your hand and push it. All right. So do you want sleight of hand or you want me to... Uh, give me a sleight of hand. 29. The door opens smoothly. It's like it's on well-oiled and you okay. push it open and you see just lots of boxes. Um, I'm going to give the room a look to make sure there's no secret doors or any imminent danger. Okay. Give um, me an investigation for that. And if Darren is going in the room, I accompany him in the room. That way he's not there by himself. Can you help me take a look at these walls? Uh, um, yeah, this room. You're... He's a wall enthusiast. Hmm. Let him look at his walls. With uh, this room, it's a like a 30 by 30 room. Like It looks like to be some sort of like small storage closet. Uh, you see a computer on the far right. It has like an orange display to it. And you see several boxes of various colors on them, various types of boxes with different latches to them. And they're just sitting there. So, But no imminent danger as we move ourselves throughout the room. Correct. And um, with an investigation of 13 from Theron, an investigation of 14 from uh, Martel, you don't really see anything of note. You see these boxes. And Martel, when you look around, you see that there's labels on these boxes like they are in high primordial. But like last time, you're having trouble just wrapping your mind around the, the language. Yeah. All right, so we're clear here. Let's go back to this other spot. If you don't so I, I, after uh, Juniper fails, I push her out of the way, like by her head, face, just push her. Wow. And then, and then uh, start uh, clicking away. I got an 18. Uh, it's fucking war, buddy. Uh, you realize that the interface won't let you like hack into it, so you have to like directly connect your NID to it. That's kind of why Juniper was having so much trouble with it. And thanks to your understanding of Higher Primordial, you are able to find a backlog into the, the keypad and then able to find a password. And you're able to use it to open up this um, sort of like security airlock. And when it opens, you are just like hit by like the smell of like uncirculated air. You know, like when there's like old rooms that somehow have been like sealed up and it has like this really stale air inside of it. That old person's closet? Yeah. Um, not like mothballs or anything like that, but it's just like it hasn't been circulated, nothing's been dusted. Musty. Yeah, musty as hell. And uh, when you look down, you start seeing like this airlock hallway starting to light up, and you see beyond it another light source. Like you see this large computer, and it's about uh, another 30 by 30 room. And even though it's still smelling, you still get like this chill, like if somebody's trying to keep a room cool to keep the computers working. Fur goes ahead because now she's just mad. <laughs> All right, um, you go forward and you uh, see 
what I described, but whoops, didn't mean to move that. Um, you also see what looks like to be some sort of like cryogenics um tube, like you've seen like on um the black hole um temple and also the um place when you found those scourge um tieflings. Juniper takes a seat at the chair and starts setting up like her tablet to it. And you start seeing that your um does your tablet have the um catalyst program set in there? Well, like the tablet with the catalyst program. The mm-hmm. the one that um Rebecca's sister helped put on it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's asking if you wish to upload the program. And I proceed to do so. Okay. You start seeing um lines of code transmitting from your NID or your pad in this case directly into the um ancient tiefling um terminal and then you see on the screen in front of you these huge lines of code of various letters and numbers and you start seeing an odd thing on the screen um you start seeing the code coalesce into a figure and you see it start taking shape and you start seeing like the telltale signs of tiefling horns you start seeing a face hair and then a body and all that and you realize it looks like like some sort of programmed image of a tiefling is staring right at you quick interruption um how how much of this is spent with martel and theron searching the room how quickly can we be in there um it probably was probably the same amount of time as you were searching this room okay so are we showing up now uh just when the um this image um starts showing up on the screen Okay, cool. Thank you. And this image actually starts moving, and actually, Juniper, you see it looks at you, and you see a smile. Not like demented or anything like that, but like a genuine smile, like somebody's excited, and then like also curious. Kind of like how you feel when you find information that's exciting and not dangerous. And this image begins talking, and you realize right away this is not like a, like some sort of like, programmed image but it's actually an ai and it starts talking in rapid um high primordial to the point where not even you can understand it kind of responds in high primordial like slowly like able to mimic that dialect just like uh, can, can you slow down just a little please i'm still learning this language um this um, tiefling, you real um, after you look closer, it kind of has more or less like a feminine feature to them. Um, not female, but maybe a male that just has like um, infeminate uh, features to him. And he looks at you and realizes that uh, does this help? And you start realizing he's speaking in common. Oh, thank heavens, we can all understand. Hi. Hello. It's nice to meet you. My name is. Uh, let me get my notes real quick. Hi, let me get my notes real quick. I'm Shut up. <laughs> Bad dad joke. Juniper swats Z away. Um, my name is Bix. If you wish to know, my full name is Bixbite. Oh, hi Bixbite. I'm Hello. Z. Hi Z. Is that your species designation or do you have, what is your um, species? I do not recognize you. I do recognize uh, two, what it looks like to be Members of the Drunari Empire, am I correct? I am a tiefling. <laughs> tiefling, is that the new name for our species? That is the name of my species. I uh, yes, that's, that's what we're currently called. Well, it is lovely to meet you. 
I understand based on the program that is being inputted into my terminal, you wish to access the Catalyst program, correct? We're having a, a bit of a zombie issue. Zombie. One moment. And you start seeing um, Bix's um, eyes like glow in blue. Like, and you, if you look closely, you see like lines of zeros and ones. It's like, oh dear. It appears that there's a, a strain of zombie outbreak amongst the, the asteroid. That is most unfortunate. Yeah, Are you're you... telling us. We've been there. We've seen it. We know. And I'm assuming you wish to activate the catalyst signal to activate the weapons, correct? What are the weapons? What is the catalyst signal? What does all of it do? You do not know? I, I'm assuming you are using the catalyst because you knew about it. No, I have no idea what it is. No, oh. I, I, I was the one to have been searching for it. I see. Um, I need to um, be frank with you. I know it's bad, but I feel like I should, as my creator, the original Bixbyte, um, said, it's a bad idea. To use the catalyst? Yes, because Why? the catalyst doesn't just activate programs in weapons, like the Skirts program, because it, I'm looking through your pad and you're familiar with that. It activates what many would call doomsday devices. Oh! And I am reading right now through my connections throughout the Junari network, the Empire is dead, correct? Yes. I suggest the the Empire stay dead. Like my creator, I find disgust what the race turned out to become. They became... They were self-absorbed assholes. That is one way of saying it, yes. But they were much worse. They tried to become gods, the next gods in line. They killed some of the gods, they captured some of them, made them slaves. In fact... You see his eyes glow blue again. It's like, in fact, I believe you are traveling with one of them. Yes, we are yes. aware of that part he's of what I've done. Crazy. No, he is not crazy. He's evil. He's not. Oh, you're meaning Amethyst. Are you meaning Amethyst? Um, yes. <laughs> somebody, somebody give me perception. On it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We over here sipping margarita. Can I have advantage? <laughs> no. I have a twenty. We're pretty <laughs> no smart Um, when you say the word amethyst, you you know this is an AI, but you see the most like sentient look of terror on this AI's face. Oh, you've met him, haven't you? I know of him. He's of the first. He yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. He is. He is true evil. He caused yeah. so much death. He's destroyed races that he deemed to be invaders that I believe many viewed as new members of a society that could grow and be nurtured. But he's a xenophobic to the extreme. He's xenophobic. He's racist. He's many things. And you're he with is him? Why, he is why I am a tiefling and not one of them. I see. But you're, you have him with you. We have him prisoner yes. on our ship to attempt to get information from him. You see him like he's like very concerned and it's like, I just hope you understand how dangerous this is. You need to tell me that all the things that are going to happen are going to be worth it. Well, the next step is to try to get rid of the Inquisition, which is killing 
most of the tiefling race and any other race that they deem impure in this world. It appears to be um, a very odd parallel of what the... Uh, I just, I've called them progenitors of what they have done. That was one name they were given. Um, basically, it was their way of saying, we were here first. And mm. many colleagues of my creator believe that our race was dying because we refused to accept others into the galaxy. And they valued the ideas and the possibilities that other races could bring into the galaxy. They figured the more views, the more lives that can bring a, a chance for something better. A melting pot, I believe, is what they called it. Um, I mean, it's been pretty that, decent so far. There's also crystal monsters. The yeah. crystal miners. The crystal line are still here? Uh, either still here or they came back. You kind of, you see him like his, his image kind of shrinks like he's like very depressed. It's like, so my creator failed. He was trying to create a weapon that was not of the Scourge program for he saw them as abominations of what they became. He was hoping to find something that would shatter them to a permanent non-existence as he said it. And it sounds like that do something similar. There's spells that help finish it off, but there's, yes. there's quite a few of them. Yes, he did try to use like a more advanced version and possibly an enhanced version of the spell Shatter, I believe it's what's called in your language. But he said that wasn't enough. They had to make some sort of like weapon that created the perfect harmonic sequence, but every machine they created just would destroy itself in do- a matter of minutes. Do you have access to his notes, perchance? I can, if you wish. I can download them directly into your pad. Please. Question out of game real quick. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did that disc that we got do? Oh, the, back in the first season? Yeah. That was called the All Forge. Uh, that created everything possible. Past, present, and future. It was also apparently a fake. Yes. Right. You had. Right, but conceptually, it. does it seem to like ring a bell in terms of creating a weapon that could destroy the crystal? Possibly, you can ask. Uh, Z would like to ask. Okay. Um, uh, his name is Bix. Hey, Bix! Uh, Z's shuffling cards in the corner with Z- Zariel. Hey, uh, <laughs> what's, uh, we found this thing. It ended up being a fake, but it, it did something like it was a disc, and it made things that were, I'd, like this, and she pulls out her gun. Um, He's, like, listening to you, but he's busy, like, moving his hands, like he's moving data for Juniper's pad. And as soon as he sees the gun, his, like, motions stop. You had the Allforge? Like, he instantly recognizes the gun. We had a copy of it. That was a fake that got destroyed. Well, I mean, this thing isn't fake, and she copied the gun. um, somebody give me intelligence. I will give you an intelligence. A 16. 13. So, Z, what you realize is you actually had the real Allforge. And, well, Zara, you don't know anything about this. And I, I can see the past with that crit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Z, you realize, um, or you remember what, you had the Allforge at one time, the actual one. It's when you gave it to that scientist and they got raided. Oh, yeah. That's when it was lost, and when you thought you got it back from that heist, you realize it was a fake when you stole it. So, the real one's out there. Right. Right. Which Z 
had already kind of put together and I think discussed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she, but she's like, this thing's not fake. So obviously we had the real one at some point. Do you still have it? Ah, nah, bro. We do not. That is most unfortunate. My master, or actually in this case, my father, he's the one that created me. His, he had friends that were researching it. They were saying that was the possible way of discovering a weapon that could destroy what they're known as the abyssal crystalline in a way that would permanently destroy them. But nobody could find the right blueprint, the right sequence in the All Forge to print to print off a weapon like that. And Wait, we've been you. You mean you didn't make that? No. Um. Um. The Drenari discovered it almost two hundred thousand years after the creation of the Empire, and they believed it was at least a hundred thousand years older than them. ZC's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is fucking old. Right. Juniper's like so excited, like the the data uh, going into her tablet. There's a lot. Z is like Z is like studying her weapon and she's like, well, I mean, this thing's pretty cool. It does pew pews and but it only has six shots at a time. Like Uh, Yes, uh I believe that was designated the Death Cradle, correct? Uh yes, I think that's the name. Me believe it to be a flawed design. Nobody really knows who created or designed that weapon. It definitely is not of the Drunari design. Huh. Do you cool. do you have any way that we could narrow down the location of the All Forge? Unfortunately, I do I do not have that capability. I am very sorry. No, it's fine. I figured it was a long shot, but I wanted to check just in case. That's you when know... you um go ahead. Do you know anything about Atlas? Atlas. I do not know that designation. Uh probably a more pressing question. Can we take you out of here? Unfortunately, I cannot leave this this station. I am permanently uh, locked into this system. But fear not, I am not a slave. I can freely travel amongst the asteroids' um, circuits. I just cannot leave the asteroid itself. Some could call that um, being trapped, but good for you, I guess, that you don't seem to think of it as such. I see myself as a warden of knowledge for the future. I'm just glad to see that it's not all just the Drunari or tiefling as you call yourself but i am seeing what my my creators wish to see cooperation amongst other races he believed that would be the most beautiful thing to see but he did not live to see that unfortunately there's no way we can bring this thing with us i can't like install it like a tiny little atlas i am sorry but i cannot my programming is hardwired into the system here what about phone calls yeah. Is there I any mean, way that we can get him I, uploaded to our I mean, I can communicate with you uh, through interstellar communication, if that's what you're worried about. But I think having that ability to communicate with you would be nice. You seem to have more... No, no you do have more knowledge of what has happened with the everything before now that we don't have. And that is useful. I am more than happy to help, but you must understand... I'm just a caretaker of past knowledge. I also am a warning system, as it were, trying to talk people away from using the catalyst system, but it seems like you folks need it more than what my creator feared. Question out of game, though. Didn't we, like, do something similar to this, like, literally the very beginning of the game? (laughs) 
were like we had to like press the reset button basically oh <laughs> yeah yeah and all of y'all were chickens because there was like a 20 percent chance that it would kill everyone <laughs> so i'm just gonna say fuck it let's press the button let's press buttons buttons are hang great on, hang on don't press buttons yet Dude. <laughs> so just like Rel walks over and is like staring at like the computer this guy's coming out of. Couldn't we just like carry this out of here? Yeah, I was curious <laughs> about that as well, Rel. The thing is fused to the floor and all that. I mean, we have ways of unfusing things to floors. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just you... take the floor. <laughs> I have a feeling this is uh the DM does not want them to have a pet AI. Yeah, I was gonna Matt, say you already have one. Alexander. You yeah. gave me a AI, but I had my personal one, and you blew it up. Well, sorry. I need a new one. Hey, he blew up Christmas. the one I got too. Don't worry. Um. So you said there is a cryo chamber in here. Yes. I'm gonna go look at it. Um. When you look in there, you see it. It's not like a normal cryo chamber, like to keep something living in there. You realize it's a storage device of some sort, and when you look in there. It's a drone. Go in there next time he pushes me out of my face. Um, what is this drone for? It is a guardian. Um, I'm surprised it didn't activate when you went in here. You must have been able to bypass security um, when you first entered. Very well done. Martle just does a slow turn to look at Juniper and Zariel, who she knows are the two tech people. Juniper's giving the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's salty. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll take a gander. Uh, you see this drone. Um, can I try to get it out? No. If Martel sees you trying to get it out, she's going to like slap your hand away. Can I? Okay. Can I? Do I? What do I see? Like, is um, just just the drone? Uh, let me like take it out of um the GM layer so you can see what it looks like. Ooh, Ooh. he's cool. Oh, all of a sudden, Martel changes her mind. <laughs> no, this isn't Martel changing her his oh, mind. Her mind. Yeah. I know. I know. Going, Can I have a pet? I want a pet. Right. Right. Uh, you, see, you see this drone that kind of resembles the ancient guardians of the um, temple in the black hole, but it's clearly smaller. Like it's actually like humanoid size, and it has like some sort of like holographic um, display on its face. But it's turned off at the moment. And if you look down into the, the storage device, it seems to have like some sort of like hilt to its hilt, its hip, almost like it's a um, a sword of some kind. Cool. So this was the designated guardian of the area, and if we hadn't unlocked things correctly, it would have appeared and attacked us. Yes. And she's and... looking directly at Zariel. And if I understand correctly, it had capabilities of being extremely fast oh good is there a befriend button <laughs> the only button you see is that says open oh no we're not doing this again oh no 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 no! did you not just hear him that other guy that you let out was apparently super duper bad yeah this one's cuter but how do we know <laughs> this uh, is can i ask the ai is it is it friendly will it will it hurt us if we open this um if I read the program correctly, um, the security force that was a detail for the um, the wardens, the what I believe you would call scientists, uh, designated anybody that didn't have the proper security clearance would be instantly attacked. So yes, it will attack us. Oh. My favorite. 
and this is when you hear a chime, and uh, your pad has been filled with all the necessary information that you wanted. But then he asks, he's like, now that I gave you all the possible information I can, do you still wish for me to activate the signal? No. We've done this once, though. What would be the harm of doing it again? With that, it was resetting one space station. With this, it is potentially putting online weapons of mass destruction. If you wish, I can give you, I'll show you the list. And you see, like, various, like, versions of what could be considered atomic weapons. And you see the Scourge program activated, but it also stops on the word Talon. Talon, we know of those. Why? What is this? Um, the Catalyst program would reactivate all Drenari class, <coughs> all Drenari talents. <coughs> oh, no, and, no, 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 no. And I believe there's actually one on the asteroid, strangely yes. enough. Yes, there is. Exactly. Is it possible to just run certain parts like the Scourge program? Unfortunately, no. Um, this is an all-blanketed signal. It will activate all of our armories. It will activate all weapon programs. It will activate all Talon um, suits in the entire galaxy. Is it possible to get a copy of the Scourge program file on the iPad from you? Tablet, the program, sorry. Tablet. The program is not here. It's a signal that will activate the program. Can, can we activate the program to make one of the weapon have one of the weapons go off and then deactivate all of them again. No, like I said, it's a blanketed program. Um, yes, signal. activate all of them, then just deactivate them after we use the one we need. This is an all or nothing. There is no having just one that we need. I, no exactly, I know, but it activates all of them. At we the need the scourge. Yes, can we turn them off afterwards? Yes, can we turn it off after? No. Okay, that's all. That was can my we question. Make Cause... a signal that's not as big. Can we copy and paste? No. <laughs> I mean, if it's a signal, you just don't send it as far. But if you think think about it, it's spreading across the galaxy anyways. Why wouldn't we use it as it is? What are the locations of all the different weapons? Um, It is in the pad, but um, you also see like a map is projected onto the screen, and it's the exact same one as you saw in the temple. Ah, well, now we have it to go. Nice. Okay, so I think that we don't activate the signal and we try to find these weapons individually. Yeah, can we we activate these things manually? There is going to be no activation of any of these. If these were made by Amethyst's kind, there is so much potential for them to go bad. No, I mean, I will... I mean, if it's a suit that you wear... But in also in the current situation of all the zombies, it has the... What was it called? Whatever program. Catalyst? That ki- no, that kills all Scourge. the zombies. Scourge, Scourge yeah. program. Yeah. Yeah. Scourge program that is referring... The Scourge the- program is the one that had tieflings that became the Scourge. Like what Juniper encountered. It's not oh, well, a... Scourge. Oh. oh, it's to activate those things? Yeah. So. Oh, I thought it was... Never mind. I misunderstood. I thought it was the thingy that killed all the zombies. No. My bad. So the cryopods are going to be activated the way they're supposed to be. Correct. And then it's going to kill things at the same time, right? It will activate the launching sequence. Like, it will activate the talons, but they have to be... How it works is it allows you to turn on talons. It allows you to activate the scourge in mass. Small um, cells of them might activate on their own, depending on the, um, the 
what's the word? I'm drawing a blank, guys. Sorry. Um, the barracks of the scourge. So we potentially have it. it potentially could make a bad situation worse. Yeah, it's, it's an, going to make an, a bad situation worse. It's not potentially. It is going to happen. It basically is an arming signal. Is there a self-destruct yeah. button on the station? No. Cool. Is there a way to turn on the talons without using this? Like, you know, if I go up to it and start pressing buttons or something? No. Um, ta- um, Junari talons have to be armed first before they can be activated. This was wow. a way to keep from our slave warriors from rebelling against us. So how are we supposed to get rid of the issue with the zombies and the crystal monsters taking over the galaxy? Sadly, it seems like the only way is to use the catalyst and use the weapons that are made available. So hear me out. What is the point of not using it? If it's just going to get worse, more people are going to turn if we don't do anything about it. Possible of somebody else getting their hands on them? Will it destroy the crystalline army as well? There are weapons that were being researched before um, I was interned into the station that might be able to do so. Because that's our problem with Ashley right now is the crystalline army. Is like, the zombies are one thing, but then there's actually Ashley. We have multiple problems on our plates that we have to deal with. The Catalyst is just going to help a major one of them. Bix, is there a way to have it to where we are the only ones who could use any of these items, programs, whatever? Unfortunately not, but if it helps, you would be the only ones that know that they are armed. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's no, like, galaxy-wide signal saying, hey, these weapons have been activated, go grab them. Can I program it into such a way that I can only access it? Unfortunately, no. The creators of this Catalyst program were very specific on what can be done and what cannot be done. Even if it's just a tiefling internal to activate it. Correct. Uh, hey, Bix, what do you know? Do you know anything about the entity who calls herself Lilith? Lilith sounds familiar. I believe my creator might have mentioned the name um, in ancient religious texts, but I believe she was a messenger of death that, not messenger, but would help guide the souls of the dead to their respective religious heavens and hells. Hmm. Well, she seems to be a lot, doing a lot more murdering than assisting lately. Go ahead. It It has been many millennia since I've been activated. I I have no new information based on this entity known as Lilith. Let's just focus on the task at hand right now. Well, the task at hand is whether or not we're activating these weapons. Lilith has always seemed to be one step ahead of us. How do we know that she's not going to know that these are activated and use it for their, her advantage? We don't. I mean, they were made to fight her, so... I say that we used were... the button. They were oh. made to fight the crystalline monsters. They were not made to fight her. Bix's creator only knew of Lilith as a myth, a religious figure. It is not. It was not designed to fight her. It might fight her. I thought they were designed to fight the zombies. The zombies, the crystalline things, all of that, but not specifically Lilith. Oh, no, I, I just meant Lilith's army of zombies, specifically. Okay. If... She has this kind of power. How do we not? How do we know that she doesn't know about these weapons? Or we don't. We don't. So know if we activate them, she might have access to all of them. Exactly. That is why I am extremely <clears throat> hesitant to activate this. She I just said that we cannot one. individually access them. They all come from this one program. I know. But once they're armed, then they can access them. 
I don't it think seems that we also said. have the option of trying to find the All Forge, the real one. I think I want to try and do that. I think we should use the catalyst to our advantage while we have it. I think it should be a last resort, and I don't think we're there yet. I agree. Now, um, do you remember what Lelia told you, uh, Mortal? <laughs> no, it's been three weeks. <laughs> um, she was telling you about like how bad things are. Like The pirates are losing, and you're worried that in the next few months, there might not even be the terminal anymore. To be honest, y'all, I'm about to just press the button. Yeah, it is. We're not really in a great spot to not press it, if we're going to. Like I, I say we have a vote. It's a democracy. I don't think Marvel um, supports a democracy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is kind of stemming on, so I'm about to dumb press it. Yeah, I, I think either we press it now or we don't ever press it because there won't be a point later. Uh, Z is going to walk back to her corner. <laughs> <laughs> could, could, her we possibly, could we call Bixie and have her activated at any time or do we have to activate it now? Um, he explains that the Catalyst program cannot can only be ac- activated in this area. Okay. It, it cannot be remotely activated. That was kind of like a security measure. I will go for it. See, it's too far away to stop you. Uh, I'm going to try to stop her. I, I don't think this is a good idea, so... Uh... What else are we literally going to do, though? Like, seriously? <laughs> the all-forge, what Z said. But Matt just described how dire our situation is. We don't have time. We also know that that situation was relayed by Lilith. Lilia. Could be Lilia. Oh, by Lilia. Oh, not mm-hmm. by Lilia. Okay. But that was to Marl. I don't know if Marl told you that. No, I don't think so. I don't think Marl would have... Well... I don't think she had time. Yeah. But if she did have time, Marl would have done a very vanilla version of it, of like, hey, mm-hmm. things aren't looking good, but maybe we can keep going and do good. Like, letting yeah, people Marl... know without demoralizing them, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, she, she straight up told you, if nothing's done, you're gonna lose. Or well, they're all gonna lose. And there's no way to get a signal of where the All Forge currently is, right? Correct. I'm just saying, I'm going for the button. You're muted. No, I'm, de- I- I'm definitely gonna try to oh. stop her from pushing the button. Um, anybody else gonna try to stop her? I'm gonna try and stop Serial. Okay, it sounds like I need three competing um, dex checks. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna win this. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Oh, a good sixteen. That's a saving throw, um, not a check. Oh, that's the same. You're right. My bad. Hold on. Sixteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when Marl's done looking at this drone, you start seeing Zario like getting ready to leap towards Juniper when he sees her like go towards the terminal, knowing what's going to happen. And Marl, you kind of just like not like body check him, but just get in the way to where he can't reach her. And Juniper, when you press that button, you see Bix like I scroll is like I confirm activation of the catalyst signal. I will activate it shortly in 10, 9, and he slowly counts down all the way down to zero. And you see a light just turn green on the screen, like saying signal has been activated. Like nothing grand's happening or anything like that. It's just the signal has been the active has been activated. I am going to immediately send Lelia the map that we have of the locations of everything and say, send people to these points as fast as possible. We need to get these items. Um, when you try to contact her, you start realizing things are 
odd, like you're having trouble getting a signal through. And you then realize you're starting to get a signal from Normagander. He's like, Captain, signal not coming in, just like static. The army? Um. And then all of a sudden, everybody need a perception check. Suddenly, perception check. 17. Uh, go crit. 16. 26. 11. Okay, everybody but Z, you're suddenly hit by this almost mixture of a roar and a wail of pain. Like, it is reverberating throughout the asteroid. And who rolled a crit? I did. Uh, you recognize it as um, Jormungandr's voice, but, like, he's in pain. Fuck. And that's where we're ending the episode, folks. No! no! Sorry, y'all. Well, so I, I would have definitely said something about it. So, just saying. Which could be done next episode. Yes. Juniper won't regret it, though. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's Adventures in the Celestial Expanse. Until next time, you can find CE on Instagram at C Expanse Podcast or on Facebook at Celestial Expanse Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore Industries. Matt, where can the people find you? You can find me on RP underscore G Gamer at Twitter. Ben. You can follow me on Twitter at The Voided Man. The O is a zero. Boston. Me at Hidden Grotto. The O's are zeros. Rebecca. I'm at Werewolf. W-A-E-R-W-O-L-V. Natalia. You can find me at ND Portfolios. That's the letter N and the letter D. Mitch. I'm at Fluffy Penguin. There's an L before that Y. And remember, everyone, when you press a button and kill the oldest dragon in the universe and turn on a doomsday device, no one can hear you scream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a serial killer on our ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun. Dun dun. <laughs>